In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. Hi, everybody. I'm an international shark, and it is February 15th, 2021. And uh, the bomb says in core chat, great, here we go. Yes, here we go. Here we go. It's another week. It's Monday. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's Monday, and it's another week. And Mike the Mike wants to, you know, get on me for the calendar thing, but, you know, maybe a little later. Ow, international. Hey, Mike, I keep wanting to call you Michael. Yeah, I understand. I got to adjust my chair. All right, now it's good. Now I'm ready to go. I finished the coffee too soon. I don't have any left for the show. One more sip. And then that's it. Kind of scared to do the characters. It's kind of feeling them wanting to talk. I was thinking about this uh, show yesterday. I was thinking about how important the creative process is, like that we all learn how to be in the creative process. This is what we're waking up to. We, humanity, this is what we're waking up to, that we're we're creatives. You know, it's just like a new word. I'm a creator, right? What do you do? I'm a creator. What What does that mean? I make videos on YouTube. I'm a creator. This software is great for creators. You see that all all over the place because everyone's a creator now. Yes, exactly. Everyone is making media, but not in the way you think about it, the way I think about it. You're making them creating the media of your life. Is that medium? Is it singular? Is it plural? You're doing video, you're doing audio because you're talking, you're moving. So you're creating life media and you are a creative. You are creating the experience you're in and you don't even know it. But everything's changing, thankfully, because the world is getting pretty horrible. The kind of shit that's going on in the world. If you follow the news even a little bit, I guess I could go into it or I could not. But it's pretty crazy. People are getting really fucking nuts. Have you noticed? I mean, it's funny. It's funny for a while. And then it just doesn't stop. And and the people that are like, it's always the people that are out to do good. They're going to do good and they're going to change the world and save the world. Those are the worst. Oh, my God. Save us from those people. You want to save the world? Save us from the people that want to save the world. I guess I've said that before, right? What are we doing here, Corchat? I've said we're saving the world. I'm not telling everyone what to do. The people that want to save the world, they're always telling everyone what to do. 
and they think they're right and informed. This is what I call the inversion. These people are mired in the inversion. They think they're doing good and they're serving evil. Some crazy ass shit. Think about, you know, Satan chuckling in his like uh, his office in hell. Hell's like super fucking hot, except Satan's office. He has AC. That's hell for you, right? The elite have it all and everyone else has nothing. Well, welcome to planet Earth, you know? And this message that's being promulgated now. In the future, you will have nothing and you will love it. And you'll have nothing because the elite will have everything. That part they're not saying, but, you know, anyone who's who's got, you know, half an eyelid open is going to see that like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. More of this, more of this divide between the haves and the have nots. Let's just make that divide even bigger. Well, that's a high pressure, low pressure system. And you know what happens when you have a high pressure and a low pressure system? I wish my leg could stop. I'm just like going fucking crazy with the leg. You know what happens when you have a high pressure? I mean, just kind of bouncing it up and down. You think I don't have uh, like ADD? Look at my leg. Oh, he definitely has ADD. Yeah. Observe his leg. What is this person's name? International. International. That's his name? Yes. His leg. It won't stop moving. The classic case of ADD. Attention deficit disorder. Classic. Somebody stop his leg. It's making me dizzy. This is, oh, I have to sit down. His leg, it won't stop. I need a cigar. I mean a penis. I mean a cigar. Uh, sometimes a penis is just a penis. That's what I say. Remember? I think it was on Friday. Do you remember? I did the boring show. It's just me breathing and sighing kind of in the mood to do the, the boring show i'd like to do that as a as a just a podcast in and of itself the boring show <sighs> breathing and sighing because the world's so fucking crazy anyway save us from the people who want to save us that's a good bumper sticker my leg is going it's like it's i'm like you know what, what do they call that like you know Apparently, you do that. I do that because it's a try. It's a way to try to get focus. People who have ADD, it's a way to try to get focus. But I'm doing it so much, I like the the desk on the other side of the room is like shaking. Kids are gonna think there's an earthquake. Daddy, daddy, earthquake! No, no, no. It's my leg. Oh, I've lived through a lot of earthquakes. A lot. I don't know. Yeah. A few. I remember one in LA. It's like, you know, a whole lot of shaking going on. I'm in the kitchen, like trying to get under the door frame 
<laughs> that's going to help. That's what they say. Get under the door frame. Because, you know, that's your protection. The door frame. It's kind of like a, in school, crawl under the desk when there's a nuclear attack. Yeah, I actually did that. We actually did that drill. Get under the desk. I did that. It's nuclear attack. Get under the desk. Wow, these school desks are incredible. They can protect you from a nuclear attack. That's incredible. Who makes these things? Unbelievable. But yeah, we crawled under the desk. At least we were safe under the desk. Anyway, I remember one earthquake. It's like I'm trying to get to the door frame. And I'm just bouncing up and down, just bouncing on the bounce, bounce on the floor. Like I was on a trampoline, bounce, 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 right next to the refrigerator. That was also bouncing up and down, just like it was on a trampoline right next to me. Bounce, bouncy, bouncy, like we're both in a bouncy house. Oh, look, this bouncy house is so fun. The refrigerator's here. The refrigerator's bounce. Hi, fridge. Hi. You like the bouncy house too? Yeah. International, you, you. You bagged me. Yeah, I know. You didn't want to. I understand international. It's been a whole weekend. And you haven't done any of the characters. And you really haven't been doing the characters very much at all. You don't even want to do them this morning. It's all right. And you're all up in your head. How can you be creative when you're up in your head international? And you, you're thinking that you're not going to even be able to do the characters. Why even bother? Just avoid them. Avoid us. Go ahead. See if it hurts our feelings. We're fine without you. May I refresh your memory, International, the other week when I did an entire show alone and I didn't speak to you once. Um, Mike? What, Ari? I was on that show, too. You were the sidekick, Ori. That's not quite on the show. Okay, it's on the show, but I did the show. There's a difference, Ori. Can you see the difference? Uh, I suppose. Good. So just stick with that thought. You're doing great, Ori. You're doing international. Ori is just such a help around, around the playhouse. He's doing all the cleaning and he's doing my personal chores. The other day, I sent him out for the dry cleaning, and he did an excellent job retrieving my dry cleaning. My spit shield smelled so good because you know international. The spit shield can get pretty rank. My oral contraceptive, oral AU, not oral. International, stop it with a dirty mind. The oral contraceptive, A-U-R-A-L. Is it A-L, Ori? I think so, Mike. Oral contraceptive. It can start to smell pretty rank. You're spitting at it all the time, international. So I had it dry cleaned. And Ori went out and picked up my dry cleaning and did an excellent job bringing back my fresh spit shields, my oral contraceptives, my pop filters. Thanks for the compliment, Mike. You're welcome. How's it going in the playhouse? I told you International's going great. We don't even need you. So continue on with your little show. See if we care. Well, I wonder what uh, 
like are you in touch do you feel like you're in touch with the with the purpose uh, uh, like what's going on at the playhouse yes we are saving the world but international here's the difference we're not telling everyone what to do we're not being bossy bitches I guess that's a, that is a difference, isn't it? It is. Because they're saving the world for reals. And then they're saving the world because you want to assert your agenda onto everyone else. And you want everyone else to do it exactly the way you do it. And international, I used to be that way. I used to be a wokerophone. A wokerophone? Yes. I used to be a woke microphone, a wokerphone international. I didn't realize that. Were you a leftist? I was. I was. And I was very inclusive international. I included everybody except the people I didn't like. They went in the special category of inclusion that was called exclusion. So I included them by excluding them. Well, that's an interesting trick. It was. And then I woke up. For real, not woke. You woke up. Yes. To find out that being awoke means being asleep. All those people running around saying they're awoke. They are really asleep international. Snoring and bothering everybody. Drilling, snoring, drilling, twitching, their bodies twitching. Like you're lying in bed thinking, I can't even sleep with this person. They're twitching, they're drilling, they're snoring. They're a terrible lover because they only think of themselves. And they are not inclusive of other people's orgasms. They're only thinking of themselves, international, and they're terrible lovers. Well, I'm not surprised. I am a very, very thoughtful microphone international. And I realized what I was doing. I woke up and I resigned at once. Resigned from what? Head of the Greta Thunberg fan chapter East. You were the head president. And you resigned. I did. You seem to be like running a lot of uh, fan clubs. As in international. John Travolta. Oh, JT. Well, I am still involved with the JT fan club. There's no reason to give that one up. International. I suppose, uh, I suppose not. Danny Zuko and Vinny Barbarino. Media whore. I mean, what's her new name in her Boots. Boots. What was the name of the character that JT played in Pulp Fiction? Go, Boots. Get me the information I need. Do it. Now. It's taking too long in there. Vincent. Vincent what? Vinny. International. His name, JT's name in Pulp Fiction was Vincent. And his name in Welcome Back, Cotter, where he got, you know, he got his start, was Vinny. 
What does that say? Vincent Vega was his name. He played two characters. Two of his, his most famous characters were named Vincent. I'm upset at her, Ashley. I don't know why. You're upset about this? I am. You want him to have a distinct name for every character he plays? He plays? I do. It's strange, Mike, that you're feeling upset about this. Very upset, and I don't know why. Well, that's a very feminine experience, Mike, to have emotion and not know why. It is. Yes. Oh, international. You're so good at guiding the feminine. And dare I say, dare you say what? International. You know that slave wife and I are soulmate sisters. She is one lucky lady. Well, thanks for saying that. International, you don't have to thank me for saying that. You're drop dead gorgeous. Number one. Number two, you're so funny. Yeah, number three. Oh, the, don't do the. Don't go fishing for compliments, International. It's very unbecoming when somebody compliments themselves. It's very unbecoming. So you just hush your mouth and leave the complimenting to me, okay? Drop dead gorgeous. You're as funny as Richard Pryor, except you're not black. So don't do black jokes. People will get mad if you, if you do that. It'll be cultural appropriation, international, don't do it. You're funny. You're drop-dead gorgeous. I don't know a single microphone that wouldn't be head over, head over RCA, head over XLR plug over you. Number three, you are an incredibly <laughs> what happened mike you just had a tooth extracted international that's what happened and there's a giant sore hole in your mouth and you're having trouble talking that's exactly what happened i did just have a tooth extracted yes i know uh, all right could go on forever. Very talkative chat. Mike the mic. I kind of like that. I don't have to do as much. Just let him yammer on. Ah, uh, yeah. Still got that gaping hole in my mouth. I'm reaching for the coffee. There's no coffee. I'm out. You know, there's nothing wrong with your device. So I'm just not saying anything. Anyway, so, uh, so we're in a narrative and that narrative is playing out. What's fascinating about the earth today is there are these two narratives, sliding doors. Which narrative do you want to be in? I really like to think of the Titanic. <clears throat> because after that ship struck the iceberg, 
two narratives started to play out. The damage was done. And out of that event, two narratives emerged. The one narrative did not want to let go of the of the um the the party line. Let's call it that. What's that? the 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 established wisdom, which was the Titanic isn't gonna sink. Isn't it great we're on the Titanic? Because it can hit an iceberg and we're still fine. All this hype, all this hoopla. It's wild, isn't it? The first ship that couldn't sink, and what happens? It hits an iceberg. Is that why? Were they being careless? But two narratives emerged. Narrative number one, this is amazing. We're not thank God for the Titanic. We're not gonna sink. Second narrative. This ship is going down. And you better believe people were divided. I'm sure people were very passionate about one or the other. Because if you think the ship is going down at all, if you think there's a chance that it's going to go down, you're going to scramble to get on the lifeboats. And so fevers were probably running pretty hot. And everyone on the Titanic was cleaved into two groups. Those that believed the party line that the Titanic can't sink and those that went, holy fucking shit, we have to get out of here. And the ones that believed that got on the lifeboats and they paddled away from the boat because you do want to get away from the boat. You know why? Because when it sinks... It creates a vortex, and if you're not far enough away, it'll just suck you down with it. And so people got in the lifeboat, and they, but I wasn't there, you know, kind of telling the story. I'm imagining it in my mind. They got into the lifeboats, and they paddled away. And the other people kept playing shuffleboard, as the saying goes, because the Titanic can't sink. Well, at a certain point, those people playing shuffleboard went, holy fuck, we're sinking. They abandoned uh, the party line, the established wisdom. And then they started to panic. And they said, where are the lifeboats? They're gone. What do you mean gone? Well, they left. Everyone got in them and paddled away. What do we do now? Nothing. We die. And there was nothing they could do. Didn't matter how beautiful the Titanic was, how stately the dining room was, how uh, tastefully the rooms were decorated. None of that mattered. None of it. First class, second class, doesn't matter. You know, it's, everyone's going to die. Suddenly, everyone's equal. Suddenly, it doesn't matter you know, what tier of society uh, you're in. You're dying just like the servant. And that's what's happening. 
we have that same kind of split. The people that are thoroughly invested in the mainstream, the ones thinking they're doing the good in the world, when in fact they're mired in, 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 that, in the illusion, trapped in the inversion. Is there, only, there are only two ways to perceive reality. One is the way it is, and the other is the inversion of the way it is. Now, this is happening all the time. But in uh, moments of uh, like great exigency, say a plot point, when the Titanic hit the iceberg, that's a plot point, right? It's a big one. So around these massive plot points, then that truth becomes a lot more apparent because humans are divided into two categories. That binary split becomes a lot more obvious. The people that got on the lifeboats and the people that didn't. The people that are doing good who are really ushering in the evil versus the people that really recognize that humans need a new way of existing. Those people are kind of like, what the fuck do we do? The other people, the, the do-gooders, they're so sure of everything. They're so sure of what's right and what's wrong. And the bad people have to be stopped. We need to stop those bad, bad people. They're just absolute certainty. And the other people are like, what do, we, what do we do? How do we even deal with this insanity, these insane people? What do we do? And there's a lot of humor like, oh, my God, it's funny. The insanity is funny. But funny for how long? How long do you just keep laughing at it, going, this is ridiculous, as it encroaches more and more and controls more and more? Of what everybody thinks and what everyone does. Ha 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 ha. Look how crazy that is. Well, for how long is it funny? And then what? Then what what do all the people do? The people that that that, that are oriented around the sanity, what do they do then? It's amazing the way the pendulum swings, huh? How the the liberal side used to be anti establishment, now it's full on establishment. And the, the conservatives, they're the anti-establishment. Who would have thunk? It's always swinging back and forth like that. So anyway, the earth has hit an iceberg. Very similar to the comet that struck the earth when the dinosaurs perished. That event has taken place. Well, what event? I mean, that's obvious, right? The Titanic hits the iceberg. What the fuck was that? The ice ripping through the hull, tearing away the steel, water rushing in. It's pretty obvious too, I'm sure. I wasn't there with the dinosaurs again. I need to clarify that I wasn't present when the meteor struck the earth during the time of the dinosaurs. I just didn't want to clarify that because there's any confusion. This is my imagining of uh, what it was like. 
big event. I've done that before. Spectacular recreation of the two brontosauri, brontosauruses. It's peni international, plural is peni. Oh, you're talking about dinosaurs. I thought you were talking about penises. The plural is peni. Penises is peni international. I used to say the plural. Dinosaurs, I don't know. I'm not very interested in dinosaurs. I say whatever you want. Just get on with the show. It's a little slow, international. Pick it up. Pick up the pace. It's a little boring. I'm sure there's nobody listening right now. I can't imagine, international, I can't imagine anybody's listening right now. Usually I'm a, you know international, I'm a big fan of yours. I am. You and JT, but not Greta Thunberg anymore. But this is not the best show you've ever done. It isn't. And that's okay. I'm not saying every show has to be a winner international, but just get on with it. If it's, if it's dull and a little boring, just keep going. That's what I do when I'm in charge of the show. That one time, that one blessed time that I took over the show. Watch your back, International. Because at any moment, it could be mine. Mike, that's like a little maniacal. You sound mon- maniacal. Back off, Ori. Okay. Um, so anyway, I was saying that these are clear events. I'm kind of thinking this through with you. It's interesting to me. These were clear events. Disaster struck. The ice tore through the steel. Hull of the Titanic. Comet. I mean, can you imagine what that was like? Holy fuck. It's like, you know, a thousand nuclear bombs, maybe more. A comet hits the earth. These are big events. So where's the big, where is the big event? What happened? What's the plot point in the narrative? Not sure. It's interesting that I have some ideas, but it's, it's fun to think it through because there's uh, nothing that obvious. Now, when the Twin Towers came down, that was the turning point. That's where the, the, the game was on. Because that's the first moment where the new world consciousness just, boom, said, here I am. I'm here. Except it's not creepy. That's creepy. They're here. The new world consciousness was like, this is the solution. It's the relief coming in. But that was the first time it it just, uh, how do you, like, you know, the, the curtain opens up and here the play has started. Now, it was, it was uh, tested out trial runs of the new world consciousness. So it was present here and there because... Well, that's how you do it. If you're a corporation, you have a new product, you introduce it in a test market and see how it does. And then you can maybe make adjustments to the product, to the, to the marketing, the new world consciousness. Um, it was the same. It came in a little here, a little there. 
in the 30s, that's when it happened. A lot of it around um, uh, uh, formation of the 12 steps, because that is the first new world consciousness. I mean, sorry, that is the first new world technology that taps into the new world consciousness. And it's also interesting that that was the same time that the Nazis came into existence. This fascistic force that wanted to dominate the globe that was defeated. But was it? But was it? Or did that live on? Because a lot of the wars that we hear about, they just seem like, oh, we had a war. If you dig deeper, you see that these wars are orchestrated and financed. And often, uh, these players that orchestrate and finance, are, they're, they're, man- they're managing both sides. They're funding both sides. Because a conflict can, uh, can be a useful tool, creating conflict. That can be a useful tool because it, uh, it gets people where you need them to go. It puts them in a state that you need them to be in. Before... The, uh, what's it called? The, um, I can't believe that I've forgotten this word. The scaper, no, the snaper, snaper, which is a fantastic tool that we bought at the nature store. And it's uh, made out of plexiglass and you put it over a bug and then you slide the, the little knob and it traps the bug inside the plexiglass chamber. And you can escort it outside and then you open the chamber i like to throw it like high lie you know that game they play in florida or lacrosse i just kind of like sit, like give the the spider the ride of its life here you go it's not gonna die it's very light so when it hits the ground it's gonna be fine but it's just like whoa what the f- ha- fuck this is kind of cool gee thanks international flapping its legs trying to fly shooting out web trying to catch something spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can will the spider-man hide in my pillow and come out at night because that happened the other night to me and a spider on my face can you believe this shit like what the fuck was that and i slap it i slap myself in the face oh international you just hit yourself in the face yeah because there's something on my face and turn on the light and oh my god a half-crushed spider on the mattress. Oh God, that's so disgusting. So does Spider-Man do that? Like who the fuck are you? I'm Spider-Man. I do whatever a spider can like hide be- under my pillow and crawl on me in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm Peter Parker. Hi international. Get out of my bed. Peter Parker. Why well, do whatever a spider can spins a web. Catches flies. How's it go? Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. That's from the cartoon. I used to watch that. You know, you want to have a little fun? Do you? Okay, here. I'm going to tell you what to do. Just do it. Go online and find, like, the evolution of superheroes. People have put together these little compilations over the years. Right, what Spider-Man used to be and what Spider-Man is today. But they do it for other superheroes too. But it's awesome how cheesy it was back then. You know, Spider-Man. I think they even had a TV show and like he's craw- crawling up the side of the building. It looks so fucking fake. Yeah, you're welcome. 
you're going to have a ball doing this. You'll probably just watch it over and over. You'll loop it for the rest of the day. You go, this is so fucking good. Look at that. I'm over time. Anyway, this might be a cliffhanger because I said, what was the event? What was the meteor? What was the iceberg? As we are in post cataclysmic event on planet Earth, we are in that. And what was a cataclysmic event? What was it? I said that everything changed after 9-11 and the Twin Towers. But was that the event? What has put us into this post-cataclysmic event state that happens after a big plot point? What has put us into that? I kind of want to figure it out now, but we're out of time. Was it a non-material event? Invisible to the eye? That might be so because this is heaven and earth merging. This is the great synthesis that's taking place. So the great reset will divide us further. And the great synthesis will unify. That's what's taking place. That's this, that, that's a, this one path sliding doors, which path are you going to go down? And this one path, the great synthesis is bringing us together. All right. I guess that's it for now. Cliffhanger. And, uh, talk to you tomorrow, Tuesday. All right. Bye.